What's going on, y'all? Um, you might not be able to see it, but I'm actually wearing an ass-eating shirt. It doesn't have anything to do with the podcast other than we're going to be doing icks. And potentially there might be one about that. I don't really know. I haven't even looked at them. I have a whole list that we're going to go through. Um, and then I got a bunch of ick stories to either tell or listen to live. So, um, but before we kind of get into everything... Um, with the X and I'm just going to get right into it today. You know, there's no, there's no stopping. Um, but this week has also had, it's been uneven. Let's just say that. Um, and I'm gonna be honest with you. It's been, it's been hard. Um, I wasn't really going to talk about this much because I don't want to overdo it. And I honestly even promised to this person that I really am not going to harp on it and I'm not going to like make content out of it and just make it a whole thing because it doesn't need to be that. Um, and here's the other thing too, is I feel like what happened was, was the responsibility of both of us. And at the same time, um, I just want to make sure that people understand that relationships are complicated and shit happens. Um, we act impulsively. Things, again, they happen quickly. All right, but let me not beat around the bush. So before we get into the X today, um, I really wanted to get into what has happened to me this week. Um, as you guys know, I haven't been talking to no contact, right? Um, the last part we left off was... She, um, you know, we had a little bit of a breakup. Um, she didn't like that. I didn't text her about my friend coming over. Um, she felt very disrespected and then, you know, contacted me the next day and pretty much just said, Hey, listen, like I do want you. I do like you. You know, I don't really want to do that. I don't really just want to not talk to you. Um, I was a little bit resistant to that. I feel like the decision was honestly a smart one. And the reason I say that is because I was uncomfortable with the long distance as it was. So I pretty much turned around and told her, I was like, listen, I'm working on myself. You know, I'm looking for the intellectual connections. I'm not sleeping with people. Um, but to be honest, I feel like maybe we should just go through with this for now. And, you know, if you get back here, we'll have a conversation about, um, you know, I don't know. When, when that time comes, we'll deal with it. And that's the last podcast was about, right? It was about... Um, pretty much just saying, all right, that's for the future. If it's meant to be, and this person's meant to be in my life, then the things will happen for that to happen. Um, fast forward another about week and a half, two weeks, or I guess it was just a week and a half, to be honest. It wasn't even really that long. Um, after that moment, uh, this week I got a text message and, you know, I was like, Hey, what's up? How's your trip? It's like, it's going really well. Like, do you mind talking on the phone? I was like, yeah, sure. What's going on? Um, long story short, she just felt that she needed to let me know that she wasn't feeling that good. She was feeling anxious about the relationship. She didn't like the way that she was feeling, um, which I totally relate to. Um, she also felt guilty because she had hooked up with somebody else. Now I don't believe it was, you know, the full thing. Um, but regardless, right? Like, you know, that was weighing on her mind. She went uh, to a party um, and apparently things just happened and was with him for a little bit of the night. You know, obviously I didn't take this very well. Um, this is somebody that I just saw and obviously I had feelings for her. I still do, right? Like, or I mean, to the degree that I do. Um, but obviously I was, I was heated, right? And I definitely got a little aggressive in the moment. And I was like, yo, fuck this. Right. Like I can't, I can't be doing this. Like that didn't feel good. It didn't land well. And I felt like there was a little bit of moments that I definitely just said some things I didn't mean. Um, because the reality is, is she's going to make somebody very happy. And I really loved our connection. Um, I just feel like, and I, listen, I understand we didn't have boundaries at this time. So that's why it's like, it's one thing where like, if, you know, we were still talking, then I get it, but you know, obviously we weren't talking, but then you're reaching out to me and then I guess letting me know that you had done that and you felt guilty. You've probably felt that way because I think if I would have done that thing to you, then 
you probably feel the same way. And, you know, it is what it is, right? Here's the thing. Like, I can't fault anybody. People got to do and pick the choices that they want to pick. I felt like me and her weren't necessarily on the same page about things for a long time in the relationship. And I think this event just kind of showed me that I guess we're not really on the same page. You know, that didn't land well. I've been disappointed. I've been hurt. Doesn't feel good. Um, but at the same time too, it's like, it's appropriate for me to be a little bit upset too. And that's how I felt, right? You know, I'm a little bit angry, but I don't even want to lose the compassion because the reality is, is it's not like this girl's a bad person, you know? And it also, first off, you know, it, you're thinking that we're broken up, right? Cause we are, or we're not talking. Right. But it just felt like it was really soon. And then also texting me just didn't sit well with me. You know, if you're going to make a decision to go and do something with somebody else, like make your choice and keep it moving. You know, I don't think there's any reason to, I guess, tell me unless you felt like, I think she just felt like she missed me and maybe she did that action impulsively. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. Right. Yeah. It sucks. Fucking hurts. Definitely. Um, but at the end of the day, again, this is just, um, it's pushing me in the direction that I need to go. And I think that's what I mentioned to her. And I was like, listen, like I took this time for myself. And I think that this action just kind of showed me that I need to be on my own a little bit. Um, and really put myself in a position where I don't know, I'm going still with the celibacy thing, right? Like I'm not sleeping with people. It's not like I'm going to like turn around and like fucking just start hanging out and like fucking people. Like, I don't know. To me, that's childish behavior. And um, it just is what it is, right? I'm, yeah, sucks. That's it. That's all I can say is it it fucking blows, right? Um, But ultimately, I let her know, like, boundary, like, yo, I don't want to keep doing this, right? We're not going to go back and forth, right? Like, this is toxic back and forth, whatever it is, and both of us are responsible for it, right? It's not not just her. It's not just me. Um, I don't think that we were able to really connect and really actually trust each other. And that's what happens, right? You're going to do things that maybe you don't want to do, or you don't know what you're really doing because you're feeling flustered and upset. But at the end of the day, um, I think at this stage of the game, I, I didn't expect her to be with somebody else. And I don't think she expected me to be with anybody else either. I think it would have hurt either way. Right. So just got to keep it moving. Um, I did tell her I wasn't going to harp on this too much because it's not something that I feel we need to like go down and overanalyze and make into something because the reality is, is, um, she's going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. Um, she's going to be very happy. I'm going to be very happy. And in this moment, just got to fucking keep powering through. Uh, the last couple of days have felt a lot better. I feel like, you know, it's funny. I actually told my therapist this, she asked me a question. She was like, um, you know, cause we were talking about how like I'm feeling a little flustered and lost with work and, and sometimes how it's really hard and I'm inconsistent right now. Um, and she was like, tell me about a time in your life where you felt like you were on point and like, like when are you most like, you know, capable and able and all that shit. And I literally turned around and I said to her right after heartbreak, <laughs> I literally said that to her. I was like, right after heartbreak, always after Canada, same thing after Miami, same thing. Um, You know, I just, I think it's because it forces me to look inward and it forces me to be uncomfortable. It forces me to change. It forces me to look at my life and say, okay, you know, I can't rely on that person for my happiness. Right. And that's okay. I, you know, I, eventually I will find that person where we're more in sync and yeah, like it's, it's kind of crazy because I don't know, it just kind of, it gets me motivated but the one thing I'm trying to stay away from too is, is just like ego games, like anything that has to do with me comparing my journey to hers. And I think that's something that a lot of people do when they go through a separation of any kind. It's like, you're always thinking about what the other person's going to be doing. If they're going to be happier with somebody hotter or somebody richer or whatever, but it's like, yo, let them be happy. You know, like I want her to be happy. I want her to find what she's looking for. Um, and that's the thing is like releasing those ego games, not playing the game, not being in competition with her and just really making myself happy. Um, I feel like I've been able to weather this really heavily, even though, yeah, damn right. Like shit doesn't feel good. Right. Like I'm hurt. Of course I'm thinking about it, you know, 
Um, but I know I'm going to be good. I know I I've, I've gone through it before. Um, she's an adult. I'm an adult. Shit happens. And yeah, I didn't want to start this podcast off like this, <laughs> especially when we're going into fucking X, but, uh, just wanted to, I, you know, it was on my, it was on my mind. It's, it's on my mind. It's, it's just relevant to me. Right. And it's real. Um, and it's a, an experience we share, you know, at different times of our life. Right. Uh, but anyways, let's move more to the X. We're going to fucking lighten things up. If we can get up and like fucking shake, <laughs> like wagging my hands, you can't even see it right now. I'm just trying to fucking move that energy. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I've been trying to escape that fucking energy. And I'm not talking about her. I'm just saying like the own energy that I'm having where I'm like, Oh, I'm uncomfortable. You know, it's like, Oh, why? But I also feel like, you know, uh, I tell, I tell a lot of my coaches this, but I feel like 80% of our mood is dictated by our relationship, you know? So when you're in something toxic or when you're in something that you guys aren't really fully connecting the communications hard or whatever it might be, like it fucks you up. And, and especially for me too, that's my pattern. You know, I get into it. I, you know, it, it, it just takes over your mind. It just takes over your brain. It takes over all the thoughts that you're having. And you can't necessarily focus that consciousness on the things that you truly care about. And I think that's why after heartbreak, I say that. It's just because I'm like, all right, well, I can't think about that. <laughs> I got to fucking think about myself, I guess. Like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. I'm like, this kid's cool. Like, he's got an ass eating shirt on. He's not bad. Um, And yeah, like I said, like, fuck it. It's just fuck it vibes. It's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to feel like shit, but also there's just going to be some fucking W's in there. Um, and everything bitter, there's something sweet and everything sweet. There's something bitter. So just take it for what it is. It's a stepping stone. <laughs> you hear me talking myself out of this shit. <laughs> what do you think has been going on in my head for the last three days? You know, I just been sitting here just like, you're good, bro. <laughs> Like just chill. Honestly, actually, it's been really nice. I've, I've really spent all this time actually alone, and I haven't really t told like too many people because I feel like, um, when you just like overdo it and you put that energy out there, like, it just makes you stuck on it. And yeah, it's gonna fucking I'm gonna ruminate on it for a couple more days or whatever as long as it takes. Um, but then we're gonna fucking move through, and everything's gonna be okay. All right. And here's, oh, what was that? Not Jonah Hill. Who's the guy in Avengers? Not Avengers. Fucking Transformers. Shia LaBeouf. He has a line in this podcast that I love. And it's like, it's all going to be okay. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. That's fucking dope. I, I have that on my board. All right. You know what? Let's lighten things up. Let's go to the fucking X. Um, you guys wrote in some sus ones here. All right. All right. So first one, when a guy is touchy on the first date, wants to hold hands or put his arm around you. All right. Well, I disagree with that <laughs> because I swear to God, like, okay, maybe this is like a, maybe it's an ick for you, but to be honest, I feel like most of the women that I've gone on a date with, they actually do enjoy when like I, you know, touch. But the thing is, I feel like just some guys just don't do it right. And that makes it icky. Like, like that's the thing about icks is I feel like some guys can get away with some of them. And then other guys, like it's just not happening. Like for me, it's like, yo, on a first date, a lot of the times, I mean, now it's different because I'm in my fucking era of like, I'm healed. Like I'm good. Like I'm not sleeping with people, you know, I'm trying to chill. So now I'll sit on the other side of the fucking, you know, table. But if we, you know, go back six months, you know what I'm saying? Like if I went on a first date with a girl, uh, within 30 to 40 minutes of the date, more than likely I would ask to sit on your side and we would of course get a booth. <laughs> so I'd be sitting on the same side with you in the booth. And I feel like just like touch starts to happen. And then I don't know. You're off to the races. You know, you're making out, <laughs> but you got to have suave if you're going to do that shit. Um, but anyways, it's an ick for some, and I get it. You know, I, honestly, you know, the girl that wrote this in, I, it's not that I know her, but like, there's just some girls, you know, not to touch like, um, 
there's okay there's like specific girls that you go on a date with where you could kind of tell they have like cat energy where like you're looking at them and you could just tell that they're doing this thing with their shoulders and they're kind of just like you know what i mean they're a little tense and you're like oh i'm not going anywhere fucking near you (laughs) you know what i'm saying like i can't and uh all right next one was when they try and act cool I'm trying to think like, I feel like that's too general (laughs) because like, what is acting cool? You might perceive what they are putting off as acting cool. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. Because some people you could, yo, oh my God, that is such an ick. Actually, what am I talking about? Like even for girls, like, yo, that shit pisses me off. Like you could just tell when like they're inauthentically trying to tell these stories about like how dope they are. Like girls always have this one story about like meeting, like going on a date with like the superstar celebrity. And I'm like, why are you bringing this up? Or like, they got to mention how like they got hella DMS or shit. You're like, dude, chill. Uh, and I feel like for guys, it's probably, I don't really know. Maybe I try to act cool. I, I honestly, I don't really know. A guy kept saying, thank you while we were having sex. <laughs> what? Like, yo, he was in there. He's just like, mm, thank you. <laughs> thank you for this pussy, please. <laughs> um, I don't really know what I would do with that. If like, if like, if a girl was saying thank you, I'm trying to think. I'm like trying to like imagine myself. I can't do it anymore, right? Because I'm like celibate, but mm, like, and she's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck yeah. Honestly, that would turn me on. This isn't even a Nick either. I'd be like, yeah, what you mean? Thank you. I'm like, "Mm, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome for this fucking dick. (laughs) Um, all right. Fuck it. Fishy coochie. Now I'll be honest with you. Like I I don't want to be a dick. But there really is times where, like, something's not right. That's all I'm going to say. And, like, as a dude, it really fucks you up. Like, I, I, I know for a fact one time specifically I was banging this girl. And I, I feel weird even fucking saying that now. I, I was sleeping with this woman. <laughs> and it, I just, like, I was in missionary. And I just, like, it was just, like, so like stenchy that like it fucking throws you off. It really does. Like you're hitting it. You're hitting it. You're like, dude, I got a nut as fast as possible because like this shit is gross. Like it's honestly, I'm just saying if you're going to do that and you're going to engage in that, like, I don't know, do, do a little something. I'm not even trying to be like judgmental. I swear to God, but like, uh, first off, I'm going to just, okay, I'm gonna make a wild claim. I feel like women like the smell of balls. You know what I mean? I feel like when I've been smelly, people have been down. Like my ex, I like I used to get home from the gym and my ex would be like, uh, I was like, no, I would text her. I'd be like, hey, like, are you coming over? And she's like, yeah, right now. I was like, oh, I got a shower. I was like, like, do, do you want me to shower? Like, should I shower? And they're like, she's like, no. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, my shit smells like vinegar right now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you're going to fuck with that, but then they get here and they're like, (laughs) I I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's weird double standards in X, but whatever it is, what it is. All I'm going to say is, and honestly, a lot of women mentioned in here, uh, hygiene, 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 everyone just clean up whatever it is. Scent, just a little soap. I don't know. Exfoliate. Maybe trim the ass hair. Just, do something for yourself. You know what I mean? Take a take a time to really just clean in there. Acting like you're not that into me in front of your friends. Ooh, that shit hurts. When they're just like treating you like a homie in front of the homies, that's tough. Uh, yeah. Well, ah, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. But like, if you're noticing that, I hope you're communicating that, right? Don't be afraid to speak up about something like that. You know, so many people are like, you know, I feel like these icks like happen and I I feel like the, the, not like the issue, but like the result is like, yo, we got to communicate. 
If if we don't like some shit, bro, you got to express that shit. What are we doing? Um, because if they don't change the behavior and and they're not about it like that, like you're gonna see the energy. Read the room and they keep it pushing. The worst thing that you can do in dating is stay with the wrong person. That's it. That that is the only rule you should follow. Because at the end of the day, you will find your person. But the longer you spend on people that are not it, the longer it takes to get to that person. Come on. It's fucking math. Um, when guys don't know how to hold a knife and fork properly, eesh, I guess that would give me an ache too. Go to fucking etiquette school. Or I don't know. I don't, who the fuck even taught me? Maybe my mom. Aw, mom. Someone told, who, who told me how to tie a tie? Was it my dad? I think it was my mom. Yo, Camille be doing it. She be doing it for the corporate. Um, <clears throat> this is a wild one. When a guy says on the first date, we have a lot in common. <laughs> All right. You're not allowed to say that. You know, let's say you guys are having a dope ass conversation. You guys have a lot in common and you mention, hey. We have a lot in common. She's going to be done. Do not fucking say that. I feel like th that's a very common phrase that I feel like most people use. Now, I do understand, like, it, I feel like you shouldn't take it that deep. You know what I mean? It still is the first date, but like, if they mean it like that, I, I, I get what you're saying. It's like, bro, you don't fucking know me, dog. You know, I, I guess we do. It's something nice to say. That's what I'm saying. I think it's just something nice to say. <laughs> Completely new one for me, but seeing the girl he dated before me gave me the ick. <laughs> Yo, y'all are savage. What? Damn, they're looking at your roster and evaluating if you're worthy or not based on your fucking past? Yo, you cannot change, bro. You are fucked. That's crazy. You guys are going too nuts for this shit. I understand, though. Because, like... <laughs> I guess if you feel that, but, but the thing is, it's like, yo, you can't base everything on looks. Like what if they were really dope and like they had like a dope friendship and shit. You're such an asshole to be honest. You know, you got to fucking date the person that's in front of you. I, I mean, I understand judging the past. I understand like if there's patterns, if there's things that have come up, if there's like, I don't know, like again, just like baggage. But to me, like, their ex being kind of ugly is not really baggage. That's just, <laughs> that's just foul. Um, when someone burps on your pussy repeatedly from indigestion during oral. That's too specific. That's ridiculous. How do you, are you sitting there letting him burp on your fucking cooch? Oh, like they're getting indigestion from oral? Like they're licking your cooch and then being like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, is it, what is he sucking in the fluids? I, I'm confused. And then he's burping. Yo, I, I, I'm just not a woman. So I don't experience these, a lot of these things, but it's like dog. Like I, I don't know what the men are doing out here. I, I, I Fuck it though. You know, we ball at the, at the end of the day, men be balling. They really do. You know, we men really be like fucking up, but like for some reason we're always good. You know, it's like, we're always fucking up, but we're always like, you know, shit fucking. Ha I like our carefree attitude. Go fucking men, men power. Are we allowed? I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I'm even allowed to say that. Okay. Um, when my biceps are bigger than his go off, go off. Um, I mean, they're probably not bigger than mine. No, no, Chris. Ick. Ick. Oh, this is what I'm talking about. That is a comment that I would make on a fucking first date, and it's an ick. Are you kidding me? I'm disgusting. Fucking hate men. Um, <laughs> No cologne. All right. Listen, I get it. It's a scent thing. Everybody's on the fucking scent train. I'm going to keep it a hundo. I don't wear cologne at all. Yeah, I'm allergic. Ugh. But I do wear a lot of deodorant, which makes me smell good. I've heard. I don't know. And I'm not a super sweaty person either. So I feel like I'm good. But I understand if I've given you the ick.
When a man says they can be dominant with you but can't even kiss, she said, throw up face. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, that's kind of sus. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, that honestly, that would really bother me. Here's the thing. If you're going to talk the talk, you better walk the walk. That's just, we got to be on that. Stanky ass feet. Why are you smelling people's feet, dog? Men that can't be bothered to open doors or pull out chairs for me. Damn. Yo. I really, I, I know that this is a thing and I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I get lazy. Like I, sometimes I go into my garage and I open my car and I get in and then I open the car door from inside the car. Is that okay? Is that allowed? But I usually then say to them, I'm like, listen, I know that the opening the door thing is awesome and I love doing it, but please can you just spare me the walk around my car? Because, <laughs> like, I get it. I understand. I'm on board. I love masculinity. Ooh. But, like, sometimes I need a break. Sometimes I just need a break. You know, I could only be <laughs> chivalrous so many times where sometimes I'm just like, can we just, like, act like I did it? Can we just pretend? Like, like I'm saying it to you and it's, it's one of those things where it's like the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. Girls don't really like that. They really like the effort. I'm like, fuck this shit is fucking bullshit. Um, also, uh, Oh, um, Oh, Oh, when I found out my cheating ex Missing condoms and wrappers found after I've returned from a trip to visit family. And his first response to me was that he uses them on himself. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yeah, L. <laughs> I don't know, dog. I, that's a pretty good excuse. Like, that's a good try. But... You already know what time it is, bro. If you... If you... The condom box is missing, like... Let's be real. Is homie really jerking off into a condom? I think I did that once to try to learn how to use a condom. That was about it. That's the extent, honestly, of my condom usage in my life. I've put a condom on my D probably less than 10 times. That's kind of sus. <laughs> you know, what I mean? my favorite never have I ever trick back in the day used to be never have I ever used a condom like during sex. And I know it's such a great one, uh, but it got eliminated about, I don't know, maybe it was about two years ago. Some girl really like, she was just like, I'm not doing without it. And I'm like, God. But it's cool, I guess. You know, I understand it. Like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not not advocating for condoms. Actually, um, if you go to my website, Let's Get Checked, I have a link there. You could actually get a free, not a free, a 20% off an at-home STD test. So if you go to my website, confidencecurse.com, and you clicked on Let's Get Checked, you will be brought to their website and you can go and purchase a at-home STD test. Um, yeah, I'm the perfect partner for this, let's be honest. Um, but not anymore, right? Your boy's a good boy. Um, what a man doesn't manscape. Well, eh, and the reason I say eh, is like, a lot of women prefer like hair. Like, I understand if it's like jungle, bro, like that's a lot. Just like do something, a little bit of a trim. But you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of women that are like, yo, leave it fucking hairy. Do not trim that shit. Guys that drive BMWs or Mercedes, <laughs> yo, thank you. I mean, I drive an Audi, so I'm safe on this one, but uh, I get it. I understand. I know the demographic you're talking about, um, and I understand it, that, who knows? Honestly, there's got to be some cool dudes in a Mercedes and a BMW. That's generalizing. I guess that's what this is. Long fingernails. Ooh. I was like checking mine. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, I understand. And honestly, too, the fingernail thing, it's huge for the cooch thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got long fingernails and somehow you get into a situation where you got to use your hands. I mean, back in the day, bro, like, I, <laughs> I remember in high school... I had a moment where I chopped it up a little too much and it was strawberry shortcake in that, in that coot. 
Uh, kind of nasty. I'm not going to lie to you. When the same guy comments, thanks for the invite to your stories all the time. Like, bro. Um, yeah, guys, no more thanks for the invite. You, that That is just... The problem with that move is just so anti-masculine. It is so anti-take the lead. It is so, please, mommy, take me on a date. <laughs> and you can't be doing that. You can't be thanking for the invite uh, when, to be honest, like, you've never actually probably asked her to chill. Or maybe even if you did, bro, like, you know, one time is enough. If homegirl, here's the, here's the rules. If you ask a girl to hang out and they deny you, and they don't make a follow-up plan, it's game over. Done. Leave it. That is your last attempt. No more. You don't need to keep going. Because if homegirl wants to chill with you, two things would happen. Either A, on the spot, she will turn around and she will tell you, she would say, hey, I can't do today. I can do this time. Or I could do next week. Let's do it another time. Then you could ask her again at the designated time. Or if she doesn't say anything in the moment, it just says, nah, I can't do that. Or, you know, it's like, oh, I'm busy or some shit, right? Okay. Balls in her court. Balls in her court. If she wants to chill with you, she's going to send you more signals. Come on, boys. We got to, we got to clean this stuff up. That's the problem. I'm like, dude, we got to clean this up. When he drinks too much and wets the bed. Oh, you had to bring this up. God damn it. I don't really want to say this, but like, fuck it. Like as a child, I had a problem. Like I, I definitely wet the bed. Like I think I was like wearing diapers. So I was like five, maybe like six, seven. That's childhood trauma right there. You know what I'm saying? There'd be times I couldn't even go to a sleepover. Cause I just couldn't control my fucking bladder. And you're going to sit here and you're going to say something about it. You didn't know who you were talking to, did you? Fucking bedwetter. That shit hurt my feelings. People made fun of me for that. <laughs> it's okay, though. You know, I. but here's the thing. I will say, if you're a grown man doing this, if you're a grown man bedwetter, I don't know what's worse. Is it is it worse to have a lisp or is it worse to have a bedwetter? And can you fix the bedwetting thing? What if it's a fucking actual problem, you dick? Men taking duck lip pics. You like that? Ooh. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I think I had a mini duck lip, mo duck lip moment. Oh. Why? Yo. I'm just going to keep going. Um, someone anonymously love bombs and never put the time or the effort to meet up off a dating site only to find out they love bomb because showing their true colors is narcissistic personality. It's too specific. I'm not going to lie to you. That's too specific. That's not just like a general ick. You, you just got mad at a guy because he, he was anonymously love bombing you. And for some reason you were down with somebody anonymously love bombing you it was like a secret admirer. And then you got mad at him because he was a narcissist. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm going to, I'm going to keep it real. Uh, went on a date and the guy had a comb over nice guy, but couldn't get past the hair. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, is this real ladies? Do you not fuck with comb overs? I'm like nervous. Damn boys. If you're listening to this dog, <laughs> brush that shit straight right now. <laughs> um, guys at my college that ride the electric scooter. I'm trying to think if a girl would give me an ick if she was on an electric scooter. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, that's like that's not attractive to me. I don't really like people on the electric scooters. <laughs> like I've never seen a hot chick on an electric scooter. I'm a, I'm gonna keep it real, honest. And <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. Whatever. Um. Eating food at the speed of light. I'm not going to lie to you. That is me to an absolute T. I'm disgusting when I eat. I eat with a fucking spoon. I'm literally slurping my meat like it's cereal. It's like meat and rice. I'm just fucking vacuuming that shit into my mouth. You're an ick. Mm. When a man uses this smiley. Oh, I'm not going to lie to you. I realize that. 
And she's talking about the smiley that's two dots and the parentheses. Um, yeah, I, I feel like the old me would want to have a bone to pick with you, but I, I'm you know, literally, this is me embarrassing myself. Like, wh- what is this? Ugly feet and flip flops. I mean, I'm in flip flops. I guess these aren't flip flops, but like, do I have ugly feet? What do you think? Like kind of hairy, I guess. I feel like, no, I trimmed them. Look at the top. The top is trimmed. It kind of looks nice. All right, free uh, feet video for all the, uh, I don't know, the fucking hornies in the audience. I, I honestly don't understand the feet thing. Like, I talked about it a little bit on the last podcast that, like, I like feet, but I don't really have a fetish. <clears throat> so, the thing is, though, it's like, I've never looked at a girl's foot and was just like, damn, I'm about to, like, you know, jizz my pants. You know what I mean? Like, I've never been like, oh, those toes. You know what I mean? Like, oh. Like, like, how do you, how does that brain come out? That animal fucking like, Oh, feet. Like, do you really look at feet like that? <laughs> You're like people with a foot fetish. Like, do you really look at that shit? Like get a heart on I that? Like, I don't know. Oh, you know what? I'm going to say this. This is a sus little move that I no, not a sus move, but like a sus thing about me. Um, if I'm ever jaying off to like a woman, right. And her hand is in the picture placed correctly. I'd be jerking off to the hand. I'd be, I'd be loving the hand. Cause I think in my mind, I'm mentally thinking, I'm like, she could be jerking me off with that hand. <laughs> like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. I, I'm going to imagine it right now. Ooh. Also lips, lips, lips. Lips be getting me going. Honestly, weird. Uh, honest, I'm a big eye contact guy. Like, yo, during during the SEX, <laughs> I don't know why I spelled it. During the SEX, I'd be looking at your eyes, dead in the eyes, like a deer. And all you're feeling is just, <laughs> I can't. Um, if he calls more than four times a day, yeah, bro, chill. You know that the women love the unavailable. Come on. This is grade school shit. And I'm not telling you to be toxic. All I'm saying is one call a week. Let's chill out. And if you really like her and she really likes you, maybe one call a day. But like, you know, get a job. <laughs> do so, do an activity. You know, women love men. But like, as a man, you can't really love women. You got to love your purpose. And then women can come, you know, next to you during that process. But if you look at a woman and you're just like, you are my purpose, you are effed. You are effed. Um, sorry. Uh, that's just the way it is. Um, getting too tipsy and bringing up exes or past emotional baggage. Um, oh, you're saying both. Honestly, yeah. I mean, why would I care if you got drunk? That's not an ick at all to me. Like, who cares? Get, actually, I kind of want you to live a little. Like, if we're, we're out drinking, which is, again, something that I'm probably not going to be doing anytime soon. Um, if you're if you're doing that, though, like, if I'm out at, at the bar with you and we're drinking, we're, we went for a fucking drink or we go to wine or some shit, like, bro, get drunk a little bit. Like, chill the fuck out. I'm down to do that. Because also, you're going to relax a little bit. But bringing up X or past emotional baggage, like, it depends to what degree. If you are talking about your previous relationship for a long time, that's a major red flag. Like you need to get over it before you come on a date dog. Like, and and here's the thing. It's not like you can't, like if I ask you a question and I'm like, Hey, like what? And I usually do ask this question. I'm like, Hey, like, you know, when was your last relationship? Like, you know, what was, you know, what happened? So I feel like that's a very normal question, uh, in dating, but it just comes to a point where like, okay, if you're provoked, understandable. But if you're bringing up your ex unprovoked on a date, like that's screaming major red flag. You need to uh, get some help. Uh, Guys in ripped jeans, shorts, and flip-flops. I can visualize the picture and I love it. When he wanted to suck on the toes, like, nah, man, I'm good. I mean, to me, you sound like a hater. (laughs) I don't think that's an ick. I, I just feel like that's hate. You wouldn't let me suck on your toes? I honestly, I haven't sucked on toes in a really long time, but I'm not afraid to suck on toes. 
That's all I'm trying to tell you. It's like, bro, you present your toes to me. <laughs> when people smell. All right. Yeah, that's, I guess so. Pickup artists. Do you know, do you know that many? Do you, do you interact with a pickup artist on a deal? I don't know. Is that an ick? Unless you're saying that you've gone on a date with one. A guy asking if he can lick my face during sex. Bro, don't ask. Just do it. Just lick her face. What you mean? She wants that. Do it like a dog. <laughs> just lick her up anywhere you want. You just got to be confident with it. She wants your saliva all over her body. I'm just kidding, dog. Like, you just got to read the room. Like, some girls are down for slobber. Other girls are just like, you know, they're germaphobes. or like, they're really clean or like, they're really detail-oriented and shit. And you're just like, I already know the sex is going to be mid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a pencil pusher, you know, someone that is like super organized. Although, yo, some organized women are freaks. You know what I mean? Like the OCD girls that like have the planner and like everything is like color coded and they have all of their plans scheduled. Yo, for some reason, those girls get in the bedroom and go berserk. It's all that pent up energy that they don't know what to do with because they're so organized. They need to get disorganized on your D. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They let it out. They're free. That's what I'm saying. You see that kind of energy and she's OCD about shit, bro. Get ready for the vacuum because she's coming for you. <laughs> um, a guy knowing damn well you're coming over and not tidying up the place a bit. Lazy, right? Lazy. When men post themselves lip syncing an entire song, yikes. Uh, I feel like that's me, but maybe I don't. Messy house rooms, like you're a grown man and this is how you're living your life? Ugh. I'm gonna keep it a hundo, like... I don't need you to have a spotless house. I really don't. Like, I, I get it. Now, is my house clean? Definitely. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a freak. I have a little OCD. But when it comes to your place, it's one thing if it's like, you know, there's a little bit of a mess. But, it like, it's another thing if it's like a shithole. Like, come on, dog. That's not attractive. Keep it, like, keep it slightly together. You know, especially if you know I'm coming over. Like there's been times where I've like surprised, not surprised, but I'd be like, yo, what's up? What are you doing? Like, let's chill. Like I hit some girl up. Like, you know, take the 10 minutes to just tidy up quick. You know, I, it's not impossible, but I get it. A man talking about being broke. Damn. Damn. I'd be doing that. I'm like, yeah, you, oh, I'm in debt. Now what? Nah, I'd be giving girls the ick with that one. <laughs> Tell a girl you're in debt and bro, she will run for the damn hills. Uh, but I get it. I mean, honestly, the, the problem is, is like, he's, he's probably being honest, but at the same time, like, I'm gonna keep it real, bro. If you're mega broke, just don't date right now. Like work on yourself. You know what I mean? Do, do the things for yourself first. You don't need to be taking a girl out. I think there's some broke boys that, and I think broke women too where they date people because it's security. And honestly, it's really tough when you get the hot broke person because you're like, shit, you're hot. And I'd be seeing women do this, bro. They'd be falling for the hot dude that's broke. Yo, screwed. Next thing you know, homegirl is paying for everything. You see him driving her car and you're just like, damn, she, he got her. You know what I mean? She got got. And then for some reason, you're putting up with bullshit behavior on top of that. If you're paying for shit in your relationship as a woman and you are getting treated like shit, you are getting scammed. You are getting hightail scammed. Leave now. What are we doing? You're doing it for love? Blech. I get it. It's different if homie's got motivation and you're holding it down for him, right? And he's treating you like a queen. But if he's treating you like ass and you're paying for shit, what are you doing? Come on, ladies. What's going on? Hey, yo, I, actually, I'm going to say the opposite too. Listen, we're not going to keep people out of this. If you're a man and you're dating a woman and you're paying for everything and homegirl is acting up and she's doing crazy shit and you, she's making you feel anxious, she's not treating you right, what are you doing, bro? We are too grown to be leasing people that are breaking down on us. 
I'm good. If I'm putting my hard-earned time or money into you, act right. Act right. That's it. It's that simple. My time and my energy and my effort are valuable. Don't fuck it up. We going in today, pa. We going in today, pa. I'm fucking yelling out here. Honestly, I'm going to take a pause for a second. Um, You know, today I worked on anger. And this is something I wanted to bring up earlier, but fuck it. I'm going to do it now because I'm in the mood. But I was learning about um, how to have anger with compassion. And the problem is for a lot of men, we use anger and then we get aggressive. Aggression is different from anger. And aggression could look like sarcasm, which I'm guilty of heavily belittling people, not being compassionate, even though you're fucking heated and upset. And that's something that I've really been trying to work on because even the people that say that they're not angry or or sometimes a little bit more passive or non-confrontational, and I can be sometimes very non-confrontational. It doesn't mean you don't have anger. It doesn't mean you don't have aggression. Actually, the most aggressive people are actually passive aggressive. Some people will talk shit to your face and get in your face and it it might be a problem. But at the end of the day, um, they don't make you hold on to shit. Whereas like passive aggressive people can gaslight you, make you feel like you're the problem and you don't realize, but it's a form of aggression. It's a form of anger, right? So if I turn around and I'm just like, hey, I'm really sorry for getting upset at you. Like, and let's say I yelled at you, right? And then I'm like, hey, I'm really sorry for yelling at you. Like, I didn't mean to communicate like that. And then the other person turns around and is just like, well, you got to behave better in these situations. Like, you know, acting like that and being like, oh, the situation is a problem because I'm better than, or, oh, you're the problem in this situation. You're actually more aggressive. You're actually more angry than the person that was yelling. Life lesson there for for all of y'all. Anyways, back to the X. Fuck boys. You know, I guess that gives me the ick because I don't like fuck girls. Who likes fuck anything? You know, fuck boys, fuck girls. Um, You're not it. And uh, I mean, fuck it though. Like, I mean, the problem is um, a lot of y'all are attracted to that energy. So maybe you're getting the ick. But again, remember, this is about what you're accepting too. Ashy ass skin. Put some lotion on. You know... That's targeting. That's mean. Um, <clears throat> this is really specific and good. When their tub or shower is dirty, like grime in the corners. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like the shower. Here's the thing. Toilet bowl is one thing. I get it. And it depends on how it depends on how bad. But like when it's in the shower and it's bad, it's super grimy. It's like, dude, come on, we got to clean that up. It, this, is, this is what I'm talking about. It's the little things. Um. Overly nice. Feels like they're overcompensating, beating extra. I'm with you on that. I I don't like that shit either, right? Like, come authentic. There's no way we're absolutely in alignment. Your happiness can't just be me and everything that I like. I'm sorry, it cannot. It cannot. And that nice guy shit or that nice girl shit, bro, that shit is old. I need somebody assertive, um... You know, has an opinion, authentic, has fucking views on the world, is willing to challenge me. Ooh. Yo, this one kills me. Serious shadow boxing. Witnessed a guy at my gym doing shadow speed bag too. <laughs> Yo, that would honestly freak me out if I was a girl too. That gives me the ick watching a guy do that. Unless they're a professional. But, like, if you're just, like, punching air, like, and you're fucking, like, doing combos to, like, the air, and then you're, like, practicing the speed bag when there's no speed bag, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know, man. Fuck it, yo. They're visualizing, all right? But that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's, like, you better be able to kick my ass if you are doing that shit. Like, you better be able to fuck me up in two seconds if you are shadow boxing the bag. I'm with you, sis. I'm fucking with you. Asking me to come smoke instead of actually asking for an actual date. Fuck. Guilty. (laughs) Yo, come smoke. Let's chill. Let's smoke. That's so easy. It's so nice. Yo, 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 you want to smoke? Uh, (laughs) Y'all roll some blunt. That shit is is money. 
fuck a date. That is a date. Nah, I get it. I get it. I understand. Like I said, sometimes I just, you know, sometimes I want to just like take a vacation for being masculine. I think this is what girls don't understand. Like it's hard sometimes being a man. I know you guys think it's easy, but like, think about it. That's a lot of effort. I got to like look a place up. I got to fucking, I mean, if I, I, I guess that means it, like, if I like you like that, like, yeah, exactly. You're going to get that like type of uh, experience. So ladies, there you go. If you wanted to, you know it, he would ding, ding, ding. Uh, I don't fuck with that statement, but y'all guys rock it like a fucking gold necklace. Um, asking, Oh, sorry. I did that one. Um, when they get upset that I won't skip the gym to chill. I understand. Ooh, this one's good. Talks about sex before I do. I get it. I under, I understand. Because it's just like, and I tell guys this all the time. You don't even need to bring up sex. You don't. You don't have to make even physical comments. You can make little, like, little things like, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, you look really good in that. I like that eyeliner. Whatever it is. Something small. Light. But you don't need to be going into like the, you know, I don't know. Like, damn, like what? Like, let me see a coochie or something. I don't I don't even know what guys say, to be honest, to like start that. I, I You're right. It's like girls really be initiating sex. Like, we don't think about that. But like, y'all get really mad about dudes. But no, 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 no. I guess when you're talking about if you're hanging out, if we're talking pre-hangout and we're talking about like discussing sex, I feel like, yeah, you got to let the woman do it first. And, and honestly, women be doing it. Low key though. <clears throat> I, women be horny. That's all I'm going to say. You know, something that really bothers me a little bit is I feel like when it comes to sex, I, I'm just going to say it. I feel like a lot of women sometimes don't take accountability for their involvement in having the sex. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of times where like you'll sleep with a guy and then kind of be mad at him for like sleeping with you and then not caring. But it's like the second or third time you've hung out and you're doing it too. But then you kind of get upset that you guys did it if he doesn't care. But I'm like, you're participating. It's not like he forced you to do that unless he did, which is again, that's sus. But like I, most of the time it's consensual, I would assume. But you get, you get what I'm saying? It's like, dog, like I understand being upset. Maybe you felt like he gave you mixed signals, but there's times where I'm like, it's the second time you're seeing him in person and you're getting mad at him for ghosting you after sleeping with you. You guys don't even know each other and you slept with him too. Why is it his fault? I don't know. Call me crazy. Um, if he invites for a travel and you know each other for like one day, yeah, I get it. Um, can function alone in a social setting. I understand that. You don't want to babysit somebody. That shit's annoying. Like, dude, figure it out. And lady, same thing. Like if I bring you around my friends or just like in a social setting, um, like, yeah, like I don't mind if you're with me a lot. It's just like, there are going to be times though, where you got to mix in with the crowd a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? Hang out, relax. Um, we're trying to have fun here. Um, a guy that plans sex. Hell yeah. All right, baby, sex on Wednesday. Let's do it. Um, it's been a really long time since I ever planned sex. I think I planned sex when I was about 19. So, like, I don't know. I feel like some guys are, like, nervous, bro, and they're, like, setting the stage. We had another ick that I posted on my story, and it was about, like, um, a guy asking to kiss you before he does. And I get it. Because that's the, you, this is the hard part, in my opinion, sometimes. Like, there's a balance. People have different perceptions of what their boundaries are, right? Some people probably think it's very hot. Maybe not that many, but, you know, some people probably think it's, like, kind of hot when a guy, like, you know, asks permission, right? But I feel like, on the whole, most women that I've met enjoy that masculine, take-the-lead confidence of kind of just doing that. You know what I mean? Just kind of just going in for the kiss when the when the moment is right. The hard part is you want it to be tasteful. Um but yeah, so it's a tricky little thing. Um, am I ever going to be the guy to probably ask? No. Like, uh, here's the thing. If you really don't want to kiss me and I and I really picked the wrong time, like, just deny me. That's it. Like, just be like, no. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I'll probably be, like, a little, like, stunned. But, like, fuck it. Like, you can't be responsible for my ego. If you don't want to fucking kiss me, don't kiss me. Seeing a man running for not workout purposes. That's wild. 
Men can't run. We're not allowed to run. Boys, you heard that? We cannot run if it's not something doing with a physical activity or sport. You're not allowed. Do not pick up the pace. You must walk. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, let's go into the um, played questions. Let's go. Isn't an ick, but it's definitely something that caught me off guard before. So um, I had just started seeing this guy, and it was maybe like our second or third time having sex. And afterwards, I was stretching my leg. I'm a dancer. It's just what I do. So I needed to stretch out my hamstring. And in typical guy fashion, he was like, oh my God, you're so flexible. How do you do that? And like started to like try to stretch his leg. And then he quickly put his leg back down. And I was like, wait, put your leg back up. And then he put it back up. And I was like, do you have four toes? And he was like, um, no, I have nine toes. And I was like, my guy, how the fuck did I not notice this before? You have four toes. It was just, it was so unexpected. So now his nickname is Lucky Finn. You know, like Nemo had a, had a little Finn. Um, he, I just call him Lucky Finn. If I ever talk about him to my friends in public, I address him as Lucky Finn. <laughs> Yo, what? Yo, homie just got a missing toe. It's not, it's not that crazy. I guess it gave me the ick. Damn. You can't be saying that, bro. Cause then people like, they're just gonna, this podcast is just going to make people afraid of being who they are. You know, we can't do that. Um, I love lucky Finn though. That's fucking dope. Four toes. I already I sent know. in a story, but I have to tell this one. So my best friend and I, at the time we took home identical twins and we were super excited because they were probably two of the hottest guys I've ever seen. And she had a twin in one room. I had a twin in the other room. And safe to say, the looks were pretty deceiving. Um, the sex was not good, like, at all. Um, so they leave. And then the next morning, me and my best friend, we are debriefing about our time. And she's telling me how her twin, he was like, doing like this weird hip circular motion thing while making like intense eye contact with her. And I was like, holy shit, my twin did the same exact thing and it was so uncomfortable. It didn't feel good. It was just super awkward. And they were literally having like twin telepathy about like what they do in the bedroom. <laughs> and so we ended up calling it the twin tornado because they moved their hips in little circles like tornadoes. <laughs> so long live the twin tornado. <laughs> Yo, it's weird. I, I mean, maybe it's genetic. Maybe it's genetic the way that they bang. Um, I, I would, I would find it weird if they were like ever like watching each other, but it's kind of wild because maybe that's just what it is. Now think about this. You, like, do you think that like we fuck like our parents fuck? That's a mind fuck. That's weird. I don't even want to think about that. I don't even want to think about that, but I brought it up. <laughs> Is it passed down our sexual prowess? I don't know, bro. Someone's going to have to fucking fact check that one ASAP. Biggest ick I've ever gotten was I was talking to this girl and I hadn't seen her in a while. I was on vacation and she was, oh, I miss you. Come see me when you're back. And... I wanted to at the time. And then we were talking on Snapchat, as our generation does at times. And she sends me a bitmoji of her spanking me. She says, come over here so you can get your spanking, baby. <laughs> and we never, ever done anything like that, ever. I got the fattest ick that I completely stopped talking to her. I couldn't speak to her ever again. It was the worst thing that anyone has ever said. <laughs> That's crazy. It would be understandable maybe if the bitmoji thing was reversed. But, like, if she's spanking you, that's tough. That's weird. Yeah, I'm going to be like, nah, I'm good on that. Like, I'm probably not pulling up. I actually, okay, I did, I will say, I do have my own ick story as well. Um, And I don't really want to get too specific just in case, um, you know, someone listens to it. And then they're like, oh, shit, that's me. <laughs> but, uh, like, there are just times in, like, a text conversation where... Oh, maybe I should bring up the exact text. 
uh, I can't do that. I can't. You know what? I'm going to leave it in and we'll see. I asked this girl, like I texted her and she never responded to me. She responds to me four days later. And I asked her because I said, Hey, let's do lunch tomorrow. Didn't say anything. And she said, Chris, who I don't have this number saved. I'm like, stop the cap. I was like, what? I was like, why, why are you even saying that? If you gave me your number and told me to go chill. And then I tell you it's Chris. How many Chris are you really interacting with? Never mind that attitude tells all. Don't play like Chris isn't one of the most common names. <laughs> what? I was like, how many dudes are you giving your number out to in a week? I was like, do you want me to create a spreadsheet? Um, she said, I should start keeping track. It's a lot easier to do that and ghost than tell people their breath stinks and they need to get away from me. <laughs> I literally said, I'm sorry you have to deal with being so hot. That's tragic. Honestly, immediate text, I was done. I was I got that text and I was like, I I'm not gonna hang out with you. This that was it. That whole sequence of just sus. I can't. I I'm I can't. I'm sorry. Hopefully she doesn't listen to the fucking podcast. All right. Hi, Chris. This is Jenny coming at you from LA. And my biggest ick is negging. And for anybody that doesn't know what negging is, it's essentially when your partner takes subtle digs at you or gives you like backhanded compliments to just to kind of get in your head and test the boundaries and see what they can get away with. And I think that it is the biggest ick and simultaneously the biggest red flag. And I'll just go ahead and say that the more I date, the more I realize that it's like the more attractive men that do it and women do it too, but I don't understand it. I think it's gross and make it make sense. Honestly, I am speechless right now. I am speechless. I do that. <laughs> I, I do that. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I do that, but like digs. Yeah. But like, I'm just like fucking with you and I'm actually being sarcastic. I'm really not intending to hurt you at all. It's just like almost like my personality. But now that you're saying it, I'm like, I give backhanded compliments, but like for fun, not for like for realsies. Um, but it's like, you know, it's like little like subtle things. Like, I think I, I, I told this one girl, she's like, I'm so awkward. It's okay. The problem is, is I do negging when I feel like I'm getting emotionally blackmailed. That's what happens. I dislike emotional blackmail. And what I mean by that is, is when somebody makes a comment that I feel like is slightly pick me, I will never roll with it. For instance, if you tell me like, oh, does this dress make me look fat? I'm gonna be like, oh shit. Like, yeah, you look huge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh damn. Holy shit. Like, yeah, actually I'm not going to lie. Like <laughs> you look like a blimp, you know, like I, I'm a roll with it. Like, don't ask me a question like that unless it's sincere. Um, and I, I, the thing is, it's always like when you're looking for reassurance, um, I don't give out reassurance when asked for. Uh, unless it's very serious, unless you're like really telling me like, Chris, like I need more reassurance from you that, but I might give it to you in like the way of like, yo, I love you. Like, you know, I fuck with you a lot, but like when it comes to like little things, like, like, I'm sorry, I'm a roast you a little bit. I guess it's negging and I'll be honest. I'll be real with you. Have I dated a lot of people where that really doesn't work? Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. It definitely is something I'm working on to be, to keep it real. I feel like that's my weakness. When I tell people like, what, what is my weakness as a man? Or like, what do I get in most trouble for? It's my mouth really because, and and this is maybe what I was reading about the anger thing, which is like, it's, if you really think about it, it's passive aggressive behavior, sarcasm and stuff. 
the hard part is, is like, where's the line between, okay, what's acceptable amount versus like what's negging, I guess. And the hard part is, is like some people I chill with, like there's some girls I chill with where like we could kind of like take these little subtle digs at each other, but it's like really fun. And then it it's really lighthearted and it's not like taken very seriously. But then you meet these other people where like they're highly sensitive. And if you say like one or two things that are like a dig, they really get like very like hard, like, whoa, like that, like, don't say that. And like, I get it. I, I just feel like people like that. I, I don't know if I could necessarily, cause that's the thing is, do I have to work with that a little bit? Definitely. I'm not saying I, I'm not taking the accountability out of my hands for that. But on the other end, I do know that like growing up, I have a past of like roasting. Like that's just like my love language with like my friends, uh, but not like excessive either. Like little small stuff. I, I really don't try to embarrass and I really don't try to say anything that's mega hurt, hurtful, but I also understand that like sometimes my words do come off hurtful. I understand that sometimes like, I feel like this is very real, like negging. Like I, I, I heard that and I was like, yo, that is kind of sometimes a red flag. Like if it's too much and you're getting like pissed off, like, I, I don't think you guys are a good match, you know, like you're not. Um, and it's something for them to work on something for me to work on. Um, but ultimately too, it's like, I think there needs to be a little cushion on both sides. If that makes sense. Um, because as much as I want to be by the book on this one, I, I really am a firm believer at like, I kind of like the little bit of banter, you know, like I don't want to not have that. If, if I had a choice, I want to be able to like make dark humor jokes or fuck around and, Sometimes I feel like when you're fucking around like that, you know, inherently there's multiple, there's times where you cross the line. But if you're on a good level of communication where you guys understand each other well, intentionally, I feel like there's ways to overcome. And if something crosses a boundary, just say it and I won't ever repeat it again. So like, that's my thing is like, if I cross your boundary and you say, Hey, like, Whoa, like that doesn't feel good or whatever for me, I'll like take it easy. I'll be like, Oh my bad. Like I didn't, I didn't mean it like that, but not to make this all real and serious, but like you really came with the hard stuff with that one. I'm like, oof. I'm like, is she talking to me? I'm like, eh, I don't know. All right. Uh, anyways, that is our podcast. That was the X. Um, I will see you next week. And yeah, hopefully I'll be able to have a good story or something about my peacefulness. Um, this week, I really want to be high energy, get into my work. Ooh. And do the things that make me happy. Um, I, I, I love you guys and I appreciate you for listening and I will talk to you very soon.